Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McKellen. Matt King is not a magician, and he can't pull a rabbit out of a hat. But the San Francisco Chronicle reports that Matt has the magic touch to making social media accessible for the blind. He's part of an accessibility team at Facebook, and he's working to create solutions for blind Facebook users. Matt joins us to explain how we can use Facebook features, just like sighted people. Hi, Matt. Hello, Brian. Matt, before we learn about accessibility, your accessibility work at Facebook, we got to learn a little bit more about you. The bulletin says that in 2014, you came to Facebook to work for its accessibility team. How did you decide to work for Facebook and what motivated you to improve social media for blind and visually impaired people? Yeah, well, I came to, I actually started uh, at Facebook. My first day was June 29th of 2015. The interview process did actually start at the end of 2014, or not the interview process, but the recruiting process. I was really motivated by Facebook's mission, which I didn't know very well before I, while I was still working at IBM before this. Facebook is here to connect the world, to make the world more open and connected. That means connecting everybody. That includes connecting the more than one billion people who have a disability in the world. And to me, that is a very, very inspiring mission. What's your role on the accessibility team? Well, I am an accessibility f- specialist in accessibility engineering. I essentially wear three hats. One hat is related to educating engineers at Facebook about how to modify their code, what they need to put into their code in order to make our, our products accessible. Another is to do consulting work on specific products, like how we're going to change that product to make it more accessible. And a third hat is to work on the standards required for making things accessible. I'm an editor on the Accessible Rich Internet Application Standard, which is a web accessibility initiative standard within the World Wide Web Consortium. Let's talk more about your accessibility work at Facebook. San Francisco Chronicle reports that you and a fellow small group of creative thinkers and engineers on the team create ways for the blind and visually impaired to enjoy social media and make sure that the company keeps in mind these special users when making new friends. Give everybody some of the features that you and the accessibility team developed for blind Facebook users who want to have that enjoyable social networking experience. There are two aspects to that. The first one is just making the product itself easier to use with screen readers, braille displays, and other assistive technologies. But then there are other things that you might call special features. 
And the one that we're most excited about at this time is what we're calling automatic alt text. And that is essentially the ability to use artificial intelligence to help people who cannot see a photo understand what is in that photo. Before we talk about these technological advancements a little more, what are some of the current and past challenges in using Facebook that you and the fellow blind users have faced? Well, that depends a lot about on which platform you're talking about. I would say the most complex and difficult to make accessible is most certainly the desktop or laptop browser type of experience. Some of the problems that are there are just really fundamental basic things that crop up. And we actually have pretty good <clears throat> quality control to address things like missing alt text or buttons that don't have a label or things like that. You've got some advancements too. One of the advancements that TechCrunch and the Chronicle were talking about for Facebook is this artificial intelligence prototype. How does the technology help the blind Facebook users learn whether the couple is dancing at a wedding reception, two people are eating popcorn at the movie theater, or even if a dog is riding a skateboard? Now we're getting back into Facebook. At this point in time, the technology can't do everything that you described in your question. For example, it cannot recognize whether or not people are eating popcorn at a movie it may recognize that there are people in the photo, and it might recognize popcorn, and it might recognize a concept like theater. Right now, what we're doing is using relatively basic object recognition technology to include concepts that are in a photo into automatically generated alt text and putting that into your news feed. That Technology, at this point in time, is fairly limited. We're only recognizing about 100 concepts at this point, and that is because we have to make sure that we're very confident that those concepts are in the photograph. We want people to trust the automatic alt text, and if they don't trust it, you know, they aren't going to get any enjoyment from it. They're not going to even pay attention to it. So at this point in time, as I was saying, it's fairly limited. But this is just step one down a much longer path towards not recognizing just hundreds, but thousands and then tens of thousands of concepts with high reliability. And then to go beyond concepts, as you say, recognizing activities or context and putting that into a natural language description like a sentence three people at the movies enjoying popcorn. Let's say that blind people are posting their own photos. How do they share the pictures to their Facebook friends when they can't see the pictures? Well, that's actually a pretty simple task even today without any special technologies because regardless of whether or not you're sharing from your laptop or your mobile device, the only thing that you need to be able to identify is the picture file itself, essentially. And if you're looking at a photo in, say, your iPhone's camera roll, all you have to do is tap share and then share on Facebook. It'll upload it and you can say whatever you want about the photo. 
The trickier part is making sure the photo contains exactly what you want it to contain. The Chronicle says that Facebook is going to be making this accessible photo reader available for blind users in the coming months. How's that new reader going to help the visually impaired in identifying objects, people, and other things in pictures? Well, maybe the best way to do that is to do a simple little demonstration here. I have loaded up on my computer a demonstration page for automatic alt text. Now you gotta now this is radio, so you gotta describe it to our audience here. Of course, I certainly will. So we're gonna let the screen reader do most of the describing. I have voiceover turned on on my Mac and I slowed the speech down, so hopefully it'll be intelligible over the radio, as we say. I have examples of a couple of stories from my own personal news feed, and I'm going to go back to the beginning of this story now. Heading level five, link, Clara Valentine. So this is a story posted by Clara. Link, February 26 at 12.52 p.m. So she published it at, on February 26 at 12.52. Button. Sunday Night Splurge. So she wrote about the photo Sunday Night Splurge, and that's all she said in her story. This, in my mind, would be a throwaway story if the only thing I heard after this was Clara's photo, which, well, Clara Valenstein's photo would be the default alt text on this story, and that is actually what would be seen in production today on Facebook. But with the automatic alt text running in the news feed, you would hear something more like this. Link image. Image may contain pizza, food. We hear the image may contain pizza, food. Now I actually know that in this particular case, one of the ways that Clara likes to splurge is by having pizza. So that's gone from what probably would have been completely useless story that I would have ignored to being really quite informative. So that's an example of how the automatic alt text feature works. That's pretty informative. The San Jose Mercury News says that Facebook has also made it easier for the visually impaired to flip through the site content with the screen reader. How does this new Facebook technology allow for the screen reader users to use this feature to easily find posts? Three different ways that people can flip through the news feed quickly on Facebook. And the way you do it kind of depends on what your personal preferences are and what screen reader you're using. At this point in time, I'm talking about desktop or laptop uh, browsers. It's, it's different on mobile. So on the desktop uh, browser, you first heard that that story where it had Claire Valenstein's name, it was in a heading level five. All stories within the Facebook news feed begin with a heading, heading level five. So it's very easy to jump from story to story by jumping from level 5 heading to level 5 heading. Another option is that Facebook provides to all users, not just screen reader users, some shortcut keys 
that are designed to help people move through the feed quickly. Lots of people who can see use these shortcut keys as well. And if you just press the J key on the keyboard, then uh, it will jump to the next story, and the K key will go backwards. Now, of course, if in many screen readers, pressing the J key when you're in reading mode, of course, is going to execute a screen reader command. For example, in JAWS, it would open the jump to line dialog. So there's two ways around that. And one way is, for example, if you're using VoiceOver on the Mac, is to turn off quick nav mode and just press J key. Off you're using JAWS, you could press insert Z. If you're using NVDA, you press the NVDA key in space, whether it's insert space or caps lock space, depending on which layout you're using. So those are some of the ways that you can pass those keys through. JAWS and Window Eyes also both have a mode where instead of J doing its quick key function, we'll instead pass the J key through. Um, not just K, J, but J for next story, K for previous, L for liking a story, P for posting, Z for commenting, Q for jumping the search, and quite a few others. And the way you do that is to turn on the web application reserve keystrokes feature within those screen readers. And then when you're on a page that supports those keys, those keys will perform the Facebook function rather than performing their their normal function. So that's another way that that feature can be utilized. Another way is within, and this actually at this time only works with JAWS, but every story in the Facebook newsfeed also has what we call article markup around it. So the beginning and the end of the story have the article role which means that you can use the JAWS key for moving from region to region on the page just to jump to the beginning of the next article. The nice thing about that particular feature is that we also do the same thing for comments. And so uh, you can jump down through the comments. You want to skip to the next comment, for example, and you're using JAWS, you can just use the quick key R. I forgot to mention that there is also a hidden heading uh, level 6 at the beginning of comments, which is another way that works with any screen reader to jump to the beginning of comments, but we don't put a heading at the beginning of every comment, so there's actually no simple way to jump just to the next comment. So those are some of the ways that it's we've facilitated navigation through the newsfeed and comments in the newsfeed in the desktop browsers. What's some of the additional accessible technology that's available for blind Facebook users? Of course, you can use Facebook for iPhone or Facebook for Android on your mobile device, and those apps are really quite accessible. In fact, the Facebook app for the iPhone was last December included in Apple's list of apps that are really friendly for voiceover. There's a short list of about 30 apps that they recognize as being particularly voiceover friendly. And the Facebook app is one of those apps. And there are a lot of features within those apps that make browsing, posting, 
sharing, and um, essentially using all the features of the Facebook products. Very enjoyable. Matt, i got to ask you some questions here. I've received some special questions from listeners. Mm-hmm. First, Debbie Human asks, How do I unfriend someone I friended by mistake? I'm using Windows Vista with JFW12, if that helps any. That's a good question. So it's been a very long time since I used JAWS 12, and so I'm not totally sure how well it's going to work, but here's what should work. If you go to load up Facebook in your favorite browser and do Alt-Shift-1 to go to your home page, which uh, should be the default page that comes up, and then... There should be a heading level four for friends. And this is in the left side navigation. And you can get to your list of friends there. If for some reason that is not there, then press Alt-Shift-2. And that will load your profile page. And there will be a heading on that page for friends. Now the part that might be a little bit tricky with JAWS 12, because I don't remember how well it supports ARIA tabs, is that there are tabs on your friends page for, uh, I don't remember all the names, and they're going to vary based on uh, based on your particular friends list, but there will always be a tab for all friends. You may try searching but I think you're probably going to have better luck choosing all friends and then using the JAWS find command to search on the name of the friend that you want. And then there should be two buttons following that friend's name, and one of them should give you the option to remove. Um, Again, JAWS 12 is a little old, and some of the features on Facebook might not work very well with it, so... Um, If you have any difficulty, one thing that anybody can do is go to facebook.com slash help slash accessibility, and we have a contact form there where you can contact us, and we appreciate all feedback. Whatever you're having trouble with, whatever you really like, whatever you would like to see but don't have now, we love getting feedback. And when this show airs, we're going to put that link on the Speaking Out for the Blind website, speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com, so that our listeners can just click on it, and they're there. Now we've got another listener question. Actually, a few more to ask you. Kathy Blackburn's our next listener. She writes, My iPhone 6 Plus is running under iOS 9.2.1 and the most recent version of the Facebook app. Some blind users are reporting getting image descriptions. For me, VoiceOver says, Photo, Image, where it used to say only Photo. Is there a setting I need to change? No, there's no setting that you need to change. We have not launched the automatic alt text for all users yet. So it's, it's still in a test phase at this point in time. We will be launching it very shortly. After that time, if you're using VoiceOver, you will be able to hear the image descriptions that automatic alt text provides. 
So another listener question, Michael Malver from Minneapolis. He actually asked two questions. Um, he writes, currently Facebook's photo recognition feature says, photo may contain text. When text is encountered, are there plans to attempt to identify text in photos within the next year's updates? And then he also asks, I am currently told if a picture contains faces, people often tag their photos. So is there any attempt to look through the account of the person who posted the picture as well as publicly accessible pictures to attempt to identify tags and create an auto-generated alt text? Even if the guess were not always correct, I'd love to know who is in a picture. Those are both fantastic questions. I'm really happy to answer both. First of all, um, recognizing text within pictures is on the roadmap. Because it's mixed in with a picture, it is more difficult than you might think, but that is definitely something we'll be doing. I do not have a timeline. Recognizing your friends and public figures within photos uh, is also definitely on the timeline. There are a lot of issues that we're exploring that are related to that, non-technical issues, issues related to privacy and so forth that we have to work out, but um, we are definitely looking at that, and it's one of the features that I'm most excited about getting out there as soon as we possibly can. How can our listeners learn more about you, some of the new accessible Facebook features, and how to access them? Well, the best place to keep up with Facebook accessibility is to just go to facebook.com slash accessibility and that is a Facebook page. You can follow it. You, there is, if you like the page, you find the like button. You click that, and after you've liked it, uh, it will turn into a menu. You click it again, and you can have different options for getting notifications about updates to that page if you want. Generally speaking, at a minimum, we'll have an update once a month. And sometimes we have other special features that we put on the page. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Thank you very much for doing the interview, Brian. I'm really excited about a lot of the things that are beginning, going to be coming um, both in the near future and long term for Facebook accessibility. There's uh, a, a lot of exciting developments and things that are going to, I hope, really help blind people connect more easily with one another and everybody else that they know. All right, Matt. Our listeners, rather our new Facebook users, may have just sent you some friend requests after hearing these useful Facebook accessibility features and information. Thanks for joining us today. You're very welcome. Remember, before we go, I welcome your comments on the show. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You may also contact me at McAllen3 at Comcast.net. That's M-C-C-A-L-L-E-N, the number three. You can also check out my website, speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. There's going to be more information on today's show posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. 
That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. I'm Tyler Uronic, and I invite you to join us April 22nd through the 24th for the 2016 Iowa Council of the United Blind Convention that will be broadcast here on ECB Radio live event. So what do you say? Come and tune in. Mark your calendars for the Iowa Council of the United Blind Convention April 22nd through the 24th on ECB Radio Live Event. More information will follow. So, plan to tune in. See you there. Saturday nights on ACB Radio Mainstream. Mincing. Flipping. Eating. Yummy. Dropping. I want people to not feel so self-conscious, and I think a lot of blind people do. Now I'm going to flip this pancake. Really? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. We all can make mistakes and laugh about them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh. This is our promo. Whoops. I think we'll have a lot of fun. What else is there to say? Watch for it. Hey, Debbie, you think we did okay? Yes. Every Saturday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, on ACB Radio Mainstream. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, the talk of the blind community. ACB Radio.